Hi listeners, this is Yvonne, and you're tuned into Million Ways to Shine. You might remember from episode 40, we had the pleasure of interviewing Dr. Alan, the author of Living in Grace, Living Your Best Life Now. Well, I had the chance to take the Grace course last fall, and my mindset journey after the course surprised me. Grace is an acronym that stands for Gratitude, Respect, Accountability, Courage, and Engagement. You might be thinking, I've heard these words before, but how can I use them to live my best life? I had the opportunity to connect with other students from the Grace course to share our journeys with you and help you determine if the Grace course might be right for you. So hi, Lucy. It's so nice to meet you. And it's just wonderful to be able to meet another colleague and another student that comes out of the Grace course. And I know that that's how we met. And I was really curious, how did you find out about the course? Oh, well, I just want to start by saying thank you so much for inviting me. I'm really grateful to be able to practice more podcasts. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> How I met uh, Dr. Anlan was actually through Mai. Mm. I met uh, Dr. Anlan through Mai because we share, uh, me and Mai, we share a, a similar passion, which is, is uh, coaching NLP. She was looking into it. Uh, to become a coach. Whereas for me, I was looking in to it more for myself and for self-development and stuff like that. When I spoke about it with my, she brought up the Grace program and introduced me to Dr. Anlan. And from there, I helped um, launch the first Grace Foundational course in Canada at the uh, center. And it did really, really well. It, it was a uh, very well received. I got a lot more out of it than I expected, which was awesome. And a lot of people were were positively affected by it. And uh, it continues to this day. And I'm hoping that it'll continue further on because I think it's a great program. And a lot of people need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a serial course taker. I, yeah. you know, I oh. love taking courses. I love learning what I don't know. I have a growth mindset. And maybe I would argue sometimes it's a procrastination habit of mine too, (laughs) to take more courses. I definitely felt really different about the grace program, about just understanding gratitude. I've heard these words before, gratitude, respect, accountability, courage, engagement, but I just never embodied them the way that Dr. Alan and the course, and even working with students like yourself, engaging with other people in that manner. And for you, what was the biggest change that happened for you uh, before the course and after the course? I can't say I owe it all to the Grace Program. I took a lot of other courses prior to the Grace Program to work on myself as well, um, because I went through something traumatic in my life, which was the loss of my sister. So that really rocked my world and kind of took the carpet right out from under my feet. So I was on that journey. You know, you get to that point where you're on that journey of just trying to figure out, okay, so how do I get back to normal? How do I get back to myself? And, you know, with kids and with businesses and everything else that's going on, you kind of have to try and pick up the pieces again. Um, so I took a couple of other courses before that too, but I think what the, what the Grace program did for me is it really brought everything in quite nicely um, and packaged it very well, where it wasn't bits and pieces everywhere. It, it kind of got condensed and it was in one place. And and just the practices, if you really 
I mean, like with anything, with any program, exercise regime, anything, you can be given the perfect set of exercises for whatever it is you're targeting. But if you're not going to follow it, nothing's going to happen. And it's the same thing uh, with the GRACE program. I feel like the people who really did um, do the practices uh, really did follow step-by-step instructions and really, what's that word, be present Mm -hmm. in the course. Mm -hmm. They got a lot out of it. Um, And maybe it's where they were at that point in their life as well, right? I was at that point where I was ready to find something, looking for something like this. And a few people that I brought in that were ready got a lot more out of it. Like you you get what you put in, right? You know, the gratitude thing, like like you said, you hear it all the time, but you're never taught how to do it. You never given step-by-step instructions. And, and what Dr. Alman did was she really broke it down to fundamental. You know, you can do the grace breathing. You can do the joy jar. You can do the gratitude journey. There's so many different things that you can do. You don't have to do all of it. It might not resonate with with majority of it, but maybe if you can find one and you practice it. And it really creates a, um, a new mindset because you're so used to being in that dark place where you keep on just constantly thinking about the negative. So it's nice to have something to replace that negative thought with right away and just kind of build a new memory. Definitely the gratitude, um, the uh, accountability. That was big for me too. I mean, I'm, I'm a faulty mom. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, did, I make a lot of mistakes with my kids. Uh, what I wish I knew um, or at least prior to the course was that I, I wish I knew how to be more accountable. But with this course, it taught me, you know, like, uh, you're okay. It's okay to make mistakes, but you have to own up to them. I still do what I'm not supposed to do with them, like yell at them or whatever. But I take accountability. I'll turn around and say, I'm really sorry. That wasn't your fault. Mommy's just stressed. Mommy's just. So I think for a child to be able to hear an adult be accountable that was that was big like that was one of the big things I took away from this course was to be accountable to my kids I think it's exactly what you mentioned where learning how to communicate your emotions through that process Dr. Allen was able to help me through that as well because when I was getting frustrated or not feeling gratitude I really couldn't pinpoint or tell myself why not and how to change but then becoming aware of how to make these small changes and even having other people help me too. I mean, I I was definitely sharing my journey and my progress about the course with my significant other. And he'll remember, there's just something very sticky about some of the tippets that she gives. So when I say them and I tell them, I, I hear them, I hear them and they really stick into my mind. And so, for example, I thought I got really frustrated one day with my significant other and he goes like, wait a second, aren't you taking a course that's telling you exactly what not to do? And I'm like, oh, you're right. (laughs) And I think it's those moments where, again, where you're solidifying that memory. These are now core memories and it's hard to forget. It's hard to forget. And of course, that feeling that you feel afterwards of seeing that results and my significant other saw the results faster than I did. I maybe felt the results. I just didn't know what they what was happening, but he was seeing the whole progress and the whole journey. I can resonate. I think I met you in the second course, right? The yes. second cohort? Cohort so two. Cohort mm-hmm. I was in that. And I think <laughs> embarrassingly, because I'm an open book. So the first cohort, there were students there. They'll remember when I, I was in like the middle of like 
being upset at my significant other. And if it wasn't for Dr. Onlan and um, how she taught nonviolent communication in the way that she teaches it. Yes. You know, <laughs> and it was her that taught me that it's more important to be kind than to be right. I was like, no, it's not. That took a while. <laughs> mm -hmm. I completely resonate with that. I thought the exact same thing too. And then, and again, maybe it was my upbringing or just what the, the experiences I had when I was a child, I guess I never learned that before. And I was open about that. I also never had learned nonviolent communication. I didn't even know that was a phrase. <laughs> and so yeah. I didn't even know those, those two words could be put together. But <laughs> now that I know them, I'll never forget them. And of course, I'll share them with other people. And I think I asked my significant other and even just my family, asked, does anyone know about this? And we're like, nope, you're the first one. Imagine how many people walking through life who haven't been who haven't been blessed with these two words before to, to be able right. to know. It's interesting because um, when I practice it on him, I'm like thinking like, oh, this is never going to work. This is me giving in. <laughs> mm -hmm. I thought the same thing, too. I'm like, yeah. OK, well, I guess I can compromise. <laughs> so, Dr. Online, the 100 zero. I don't know if it'll work with my. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh, Wait, we're, we're resonating with the exact same pieces Yeah, because I thought the exact same thing, the 100-0 principle, that was, I actually don't yeah. just use that for my significant other. I use that in my career as well, mm -hmm. especially with, you know, like teammates and yeah, yeah. just colleagues and just the principle of I've got to do the work and really not expect anything back. I think the science self of myself says like, no, that doesn't compute. It's like, I have to be equal. I have to have all these check boxes and these check marks. But then I realized at very early on in last year and in the program, the life really doesn't work that way. You really yeah. can't put people in a box. Again, we've heard that time and time again in different courses, in different methods, in different ways in order to be kind and gentle and forgiving. But I never really knew how to do that because I was just such a check mark person. So being yeah. able to really live that life freely and just say, you know, I could only control what I can do. And I'm so blessed and honored by anyone else who's going to meet me at whatever they, they have the energy to, or whatever energy they can meet me at, because they're yeah. not always going to have the same energy that I provide. And that's okay. There's boundaries to everything, right? If somebody's going to take advantage right. of it, but that another, yeah, that's another piece. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you're giving somebody your compassion and your empathy and your listening ear and you let them know that they return the favor. I'm going to apologize. I'm going to take this one. But empathy you give them, they give back. And give back, I in my mind now, is not always what you I would expect. In fact, now that I've let go of my expectations, the end result ends up being a lot better. It ended up being a lot better than I could have ever wished or asked for even. I didn't know what I didn't know. Because it's genuine. It's actually means Correct. genuine place when it comes back to you. Exactly. And honestly, a lot less effort. If I didn't have to nag, I felt like I was nagging a lot when, <laughs> and I, I mean, I don't want to do that. I never wanted to do that, but it was just such a bad habit because I felt that I needed control over the situation. Yeah. And I felt that if I didn't tell him, this person, what to do, that it would never get done. And now I realize, especially after practicing these principles and nonviolent communication, the best thing is just to stay silent. But sometimes, yeah. I know really, like sometimes I just yeah. felt like me being silent and me truly listening, truly listening and hearing what is happening 
that spoke a lot more than me telling exactly what I thought needed to be said. And that was a huge yeah. lesson for me. Yeah, no, definitely. That's a huge one too. So oftentimes you hear couples, they're just talking over one another. They're never really listening to one mm -hmm. another, right? And then it becomes like, no matter what you say, they've already kind of blocked you out because you've blocked them out. So yeah. it was, uh, it made our relationship definitely a, a lot better. And even with my, my kids taking accountability, they forgive you so easily. Kids forgive so easily. Really? <laughs> my, my kids are only like nine, nine, six and, and four, right? Mm -hmm. um, but that being said, I mean, I wish I was, when I was younger, I wish somebody apologized to me when they did something like an adult, right? Because you, you really take that in as a child. You really take that in and you take it with you right into your adulthood and you blame yourself for a lot. But I think, um, you know, take advantage of the fact that kids, kids forgive easily. And, and that's a blessing because then you see how happy and how light they are a lot of yeah. the times. Yeah. How often? parents do that do you recall being apologized to when you were a child no but I think that's where a lot of <laughs> issues probably stem from <laughs> because I mean for me I, I'm a recovering perfectionist and so I thought a lot of things were my fault and so I part of the program is helping you recover from that and realizing that you don't have that control and you can feel guilty but let go of that guilt because it no longer serves you especially when it's an event that's in the past and there's really nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do and you're just kind of eating yourself alive <laughs> with, with this guilt yeah. um, and not being able to resolve it or not getting the apology that you feel like you deserve. Those are all the things that I felt like I was able to slowly piece away and start to overcome and start realizing where I can start stepping into my life with grace. Yes, yes. And for you, what was your biggest takeaway? If you could tell anyone what's the biggest takeaway from the course and just what you remember from your life, what would that be? My biggest takeaway from the course, I would have to say, is really learning to, it's going to sound so cliche, but love myself. Really learning to trust myself again. Um, really learning um, how to really listen to my intuition and kind of drown out all, all that noise made its home in my head you know what I mean over the years of uh, self-doubt and and all this nagging and all this um, expectations from others and all these you know you you let that get to you um, and I think it really chips away at who you are as a person um, and you stop relying on your inner dialogue I, I, I found I was at a place where my core was not there um, the way it used to be. Um, not that I I was super stable before. I mean, I had I had my faults, but I, I trusted my my gut before. I lived on my own when I was seventeen, and I really built a strong identity and self sufficient, independent kind of you know. But yeah. over the years. Uh, depending on who you surround yourself with, what you let in, um, the many disappointments that you've, you've had, the failures, you know, like, like you said, expectations that you put up that you don't really necessarily reach the way you want. It really chips away at, at your self-identity and all that stuff. And, and then, you know, the loss of my sister really shook me and, and kind of took that right from me, right? And I just felt like I can't do this. So I, I think 
having a foundation like Grace to really reestablish all of that, all those new habits or old habits that, that I tried to bring back and, and really practice grounding and being present and, and self-respect and, and um, gratitude. And it really filled me back up yeah. and it really put me kind of like back in my power. Yes. Yes. Maybe. Yes, absolutely. That's exactly how I felt. I felt like this yeah. was the new me after finishing the course. And it was the me that I was really proud of. I was really yeah. proud of the journey. And I'm proud, the of, proud of myself now than I ever have been. Have oh, yes. <laughs> yes, Lucy. <laughs> Before, I didn't have like this 100 to zero thing. And I didn't have this be, being kind over being right and all that stuff. So I had I had my, my faults back then. But I feel like now I have a, a nice set of um, guides to, to really, you know, like go back to and say, wait, what am I supposed to do? Wait. <laughs> and hopefully with practice, I won't look at it and look it up. <laughs> And they just become part of that beautiful routine and part of your life. I, I wish I had more time to practice a lot of it, but I think it's nice to start somewhere. And there's a lot, a lot of guide in this for, for us to be able to follow if we just open it up and give into it, I think. Being present with it. Yes, being present and doing exactly what we're doing now and just sharing it with each other and just sharing it with the world because I think the world just needs more communication and to share more love and to share more respect. So this is all part of that and all part of those steps. I'm so glad I was able to chat with you today. <laughs> Thanks so much. Of course. And we'll definitely have you back on because I love chatting with you and I love chatting about journeys. I think the most important thing, even you know, as I take more classes and as I learn how to apply grace into my life, we find different ways and different nuances on how that works for us. And being able to share that testimony just helps other people because even me sharing my story, someone didn't know that before. And now that opens up their eyes to the possibility and that potential. And I think we need more conversations and more people like you in this world, Lucy. So I'm so happy that we got a chance to meet. <laughs> Thanks so much for putting up with all my uh, stumbling. and <laughs> No, you're rant. perfect. It's authenticity. It's authenticity. <laughs> I mean, oh, I know what I feel like that's the best part about even just grace, right? To laugh at yourself and be like, oh my gosh, like I was just so excited. Um, I didn't know what to say or I said the wrong word. <laughs> I think that's the, to me, again, as a recovering perfectionist, that was the hardest part. I used to be myself up all the time for not saying mm -hmm. the right things or not doing the right things. But now um, it's, I'm like, this let is it. You're letting just yeah. just letting it be and I, I honestly like you said I'm the most proud of myself I've been I'm the happiest that I've ever been um in this stage yeah. in this life even when I go through valleys like I'm not saying that once you take a course or if you're doing what me and no, Lucy no. are doing that you're going to be on this mountain riding this high <laughs> no you still have sad days and mm -hmm. you're still allowed to have I still have my cry days yeah um but I think the resiliency that it's built for us to kind of all ride through those days is much different than how I would have handled it before. Yes, same, same. I definitely handle yeah. it differently. And knowing my boundaries and also just, I don't want to say, maybe protecting other people is not quite the right term, but I definitely let people know today's probably not the best day to talk to me right now. I need my time. I need my <laughs> chocolate. I need, I just let me watch my Netflix and don't talk to me for an hour. <laughs> because. <laughs> Because those, 
you know, the self-care It's exactly what you said. Like, I love myself very much right now, but I also love my significant other and everyone around me enough to know I need some time for myself and to respect that time and boundaries. You know, regardless of where you are in your life journey right now, whether you're happy, whether you're struggling, whether whether you're in a good place or in a bad place, I think it's super important to take proactive control of, of your mental health. It's going to have peaks, it's going to have valleys, and you want to be prepared to face those because it's a lot, I'm going to be honest, it's going to be a lot harder to go through a program like Grace when you're in the depths of despair. So um, I was lucky, yeah, I, I wasn't in the depths of the despair at the moment, but had I been, I might not have been, um, I may not have been able to be as present as I, I was. Um, so you definitely have to be prepared for the work. This will apply to anybody who wants to be proactive and in, in facing life challenges in the future. So something that it's hard to get through to, to people who are not struggling because they don't mm-hmm. feel like they see it. And it's hard to get through to people who are struggling because they're struggling too much to, you know, be able to be present with them, some of the practices. So um, the only thing I can preach is, hey, listen, like one of these days, it's got got to knock you off your feet. You get prepared now before it does. And thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you for sharing your time with me today. Thank you for having me. Of course. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. To learn more about the Grace Course, Check out the course link and the website in the episode description or on our website. It is a seven-week course and the next start date is on April 11th. If you love this episode, let us know what you think by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or reach out to us on our Instagram page at Millie Ways to Shine. A big thank you to everyone who has given us a review and a shout out. Thank you for the love. Your support means so much to us. Keep an eye out for the next episode where we discuss grace, self-respect, and courage. See you next time.